Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, For By Grace. very familiar verse is John fourteen six. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Christ alone can bring your soul to glory. 
since the Father has ordained His Son to be the holy highway to heaven, all other paths, no matter how attractive, are simply detours to destruction. Your journey must begin with a personal transaction between you and the Savior. For accepting His saving grace and perfect guidance is the only way to God. A man was traveling in unfamiliar territory, and he came to a place where he had to cross some very high mountains. Knowing it would be difficult, he looked for a qualified guide. When one man offered his services, the tourist asked, Have you ever been to the village where I go? No, he replied, but I've been part of the way, and I've been told how to proceed from there. The traveler answered, I'm sorry, but you won't do. Then another volunteered, and he too was asked, Have you ever been to that town? No, but I've been on the top of the mountain, looked down on the road that leads to it. The man replied, I'm afraid that despite the knowledge you have, I wouldn't dare trust myself to your leaning. Finally, a third said he knew the way perfectly. When asked the same question as the others, he exclaimed, Sir, the village where you're going is my home. The traveler knew immediately that this was the guide he needed. Many today seek the path to heaven. Various religions, with their partial insights, offer dubious help. Only the Lord Jesus Christ, whose eternal abode is heaven, can say with all authority, I am the way. Without Him, you can never reach heaven. Listen now as Don and Larry Grable, Dave Kephart, and Bill Burgett sing this beautiful song entitled, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. You are listening to Join the Morning. 
which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for a morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our service are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Joel Strait plays for us in the trumpet this beautiful song entitled, Face to Face. A man who was fond of traveling always kept his eyes open for anything unique or unusual in the places he visited. During a tour of a certain European town, he was attracted by a somewhat remarkable spire over a public building. Two-thirds of the way up, 
he noticed that the stone figure of a lamb had been inserted. Then from the lamb's back, the spire continued its course. Stopping a passerby, the traveler said, Excuse me, but I'm a stranger here and wonder whether you can tell me if there's a story behind that unusual spire. Yes, the man replied, the spire does have a story. I lived in this neighborhood and I saw this building go up. When the masons reached the part indicated by the stone lamb, one of them lost his balance and fell. Was he killed? The interested traveler asked. No, said the local man. That's the miracle. When his friends hurried down, expecting to find his mangled body on the pavement, there he was, shaken and badly bruised, but with hardly a bone broken. And the reason for his miraculous escape from death was a lamb. Several lambs were passing by, and as the mason fell, he landed on the back of one of them. The lamb was killed, of course, but it saved the mason's life. The builder was so impressed with this miracle that he had the stone lamb placed there as a lasting tribute to the lamb who died to save a stonemason from a terrible death. Our sins would have crushed us. We deserve eternal death in an eternal hell and of fire and brimstone. But the load fell on the God's lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. He was crushed and we are free. But the lamb that was the instrument in sparing the mason's life was an unwilling victim. His life was taken from him. But the Son of God, our lamb, died a voluntary death. He gave up his life. It was not taken from him. As we look at the cross, it should remind us of the sacrifice that was made there for us. Just the figure of the lamb on the spire reminded the people in the town of the lamb that died to save a man. Listen now as Larry Grable sings this beautiful song entitled, All My Life and All of Me. Instead, 
and with thy spirit fill, then all my days be the guardian of my ways, and I'll know the glory of all thy love through all my days. All of me, not a part but all of me, all the heart and soul of me, Jesus, I surrender. I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. On the altar now I lay all I am today. As I am, I come to thee without one plea, only that thy saving blood was shed for me. All of me, through the ages yet to be, I surrender, Lord, to thee. I surrender all of me. Use me, Lord, use me anywhere at all. Though my place be great or small, let me fill it gladly. Be it poor or be it grand, let me live it by your plan, shape it with your hand. As I am, I come to thee without one plea. saving blood was shed for me. All of me, through the ages yet to be, I surrender, Lord, to Thee. I surrender Once again, it's Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Olivet Discourse. Matthew chapter 24, verses 3 and verse 4. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? 
And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. The disciples' questions, When shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Concerning the words, the phrase, the sign of thy coming, cross-references with Matthew 24, verse 30, the sign of the Son of Man. The coming is a reference to the second coming and not a reference to the rapture, the coming of Christ for the church, the body of Christ. In the dispensation of grace, there are no signs. We walk by faith and not by sight. The coming tribulation will be full of signs, including the sign of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Concerning the phrase, the end of the world, which also appears in Matthew 13, 39, verse 40, 49, in Matthew 28, 20. It is not a reference to a cataclysmic end of this earth or the world as we know it. Because that cannot happen according to the word of God. It is a reference to the end of the age. It's a reference to the end of the 70th week of Daniel, the tribulation period, which will be followed by the second coming of Christ and of the kingdom, which there will be no end. Systematically, if you read Matthew 24, the Lord Jesus Christ is taking and walking his disciples through the coming 70th week of Daniel, the tribulation period. He is giving them an outline of those coming seven years. The nature of the 70th week of Daniel was for Daniel's people Israel and Daniel's city Jerusalem. The Lord Jesus Christ was answering his apostles' questions, and so in doing so, He was preparing them and telling them that they were going through the coming 70th week of Daniel or the tribulation period. And you might be thinking, why hasn't the 70th week of Daniel come? Why didn't his disciples, his apostles go through the 70th week of Daniel? Because God blinded the nation of Israel, Romans 11.25, and set them aside during the dispensation of grace. When the dispensation of grace ends, God will once again begin his dealings with the nation of Israel. Let's return to Matthew 24 and see the outline of the coming 70th week of Daniel as given by the Lord Jesus Christ. So in Matthew 24, verses 4 to 14, you have the first three and a half years. In verse number 15, you have the middle of the week, the middle of the seven years. Beginning in verse number 21, you have the great tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble. It's the last three and a half years. In verse 27, the tribulation period is over and you have the second coming of Christ. The Olivet Discourse, as well as the book of Revelation, have not been historically fulfilled. It's not an allegory. They await a future, literal fulfillment. Matthew 24, verse 5, down through verse 7. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And the end is a reference to the end of the tribulation period. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. There is a parallel between Matthew 24 and Revelation 6, the seal judgments. The first seal is the white horse. That's Revelation 6, 1 and 2. That's Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5. Then you have the second seal, the red horse. It's 
chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, and Matthew 24, verses 6 and 7. The third seal is the black horse, that's famine. Revelation 6, 5 and 6, verse number 7 of 24th chapter of Matthew. The fourth seal is the pale horse, that's Revelation 6, 7 and 8, Matthew 24, 7. The rider of the white horse is not the Lord Jesus Christ, but the coming Antichrist. The rider has a bow, but no arrows, yet he goes out to conquer. The coming Antichrist will conquer not through military forces, the arrows, but through a worldwide peace program. All these, verse number 8, all these are the beginning of sorrows. All these things are just the beginning of sorrows. As you go through the 70th week of Daniel, the the tribulation period, those things coming will intensify. It begins with the seal judgments, which are followed by the trumpet judgments. For the second coming of Christ, you have the vile judgments will occur. The judgments will get more and more severe. Unbelievably, things will only get worse and more severe. The worst will still be coming. Matthew 24, verse 8. All these things are just the beginning of sorrows. Matthew 24, verse 14. In this kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness in all nations, and then shall the end come. The gospel of the kingdom and not the gospel of the grace of God is to be preached. There's a difference between the gospel of the kingdom and the gospel of God's grace. Over in Colossians chapter 1, verse number 23, I just want to read part of it. The end part of it says, Which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Matthew 24, verse 14 says, it's going to, The gospel of the kingdom is to be preached to all the world, and the end will come. Paul preached the gospel to every creature which is under heaven. Why didn't the end come? Many years ago, a friend of mine shared this following story. There was a Christian show where you could call in with some biblical questions and they would be answered. A caller called in with this specific question. If Matthew 24, verse 14 states the gospel of the kingdom is to be preached to all the world and the end will come. And Paul states that he preached the gospel to everyone. Colossians 1, 23, the caller's question was very simple. Why didn't the end come? Is God's word right or is it wrong? And my friend then related these following words. Do you know what happened? Do you know what the panel did? They never answered the question. The show went to a commercial break without ever coming back to answer the question. Second Timothy 2.15 tells us, Study to show thyself the proven to God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. How can you answer that question? Very simply, the gospel of the kingdom is not the gospel of the grace of God. They are two different gospels. And when it says in verse number 14 of Matthew 24 that the end will come, the end is a reference to the tribulation period, not talking about the end of the dispensation of God's grace. That's why it is so important. That's why we have stressed rightly dividing the word of truth as we study God's word. Whatever we're studying, we study in light of the word of God rightly divided. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior? You've never trusted him. You need to trust him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late.
you've been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Still I see, Lord, just see.